pregnancy is this like beautifully complicated phenomenon, right? Because you carrying this like living being inside of you. And especially as a bariatric patient, you are so conscientious of what you're eating and what you weigh and, and trying to balance that in your head. And Welcome to the Regain Begun podcast, where it's all about keeping weight regain at bay, overcoming setbacks, and getting real support after bariatric surgery. Here's your host, best-selling author, registered dietitian, and physician's assistant, Samira Khan. so much for joining me on the Regain Be Gone podcast. I'm your host, Samira Khan, and this podcast is for people who've had bariatric surgery and are struggling to keep the weight off. Today, I will be joined by Emily, and Emily and I are going to talk about pregnancy after bariatric surgery. Emily has managed to keep her weight off even after having a baby. And it's going to be pretty exciting today because there are a lot of questions that people want to know about what happens, how to get pregnant and things like that after surgery. So welcome, Emily, to the show. I'm so excited to have you on today. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. Okay, great. So let's talk about when did you decide to go for surgery? What was the uh, aha moment when you decided, okay, this is it. I need to have surgery. I can't do it on my own. Right, right. So my aha moment, if you would, is kind of tough to pinpoint. I'd been struggling with my weight pretty much my whole life. I tried all sorts of diets and pills and fasting regimens and I just ended up yo-yoing up and down on the scale. So it really took me wanting to start a family and, you know, instilling the fear in me and not wanting to put additional weight onto my already heavy frame. Okay. Were you uh, seen by your OBGYN and uh, told that you suffered from infertility problems or how did it, how, how was that? So in all fairness, I never attempted to get pregnant at, okay. prior to surgery. I really steered clear of that. As I, you know, as I mentioned, I was fearful of putting weight on top of the weight I already had had. So I was really conscientious of making it a point to get healthy first. So, you know, frankly, I really don't know if I was fertile or infertile. I didn't bark up that, you know, tree. Yeah. (laughs) But then you went for the surgery because you wanted to do it and you felt like, you know, you needed to do it just for your general health, correct? Absolutely. I mean, if anything, it would have to be for me first before it would be for, you know, somebody else. And, Absolutely. You know, I needed to make myself a priority. How was the support from your family and your husband and, you know, your family and friends? Was there any support when you told them or did you even tell them that you were going for surgery? Of course, other than your husband. Right, right. So this was actually hard for me to talk about. Um, To be honest, I really went about it the wrong way. I was so afraid of the judgment and the negative connotations I attributed to having the surgery. I felt as though a lot of people would assume it was um, a cop-out or cheating my way to thin, I had heard, um, you know, very dismissive as it, uh-huh. as they deemed it unnecessary. And so um, 
you know, for for my own sanity, I kind of I kind of left it to me and my my own head, of, you know, about okay. it. I opted out of telling people. I took a few days off work and you oh, know mentioned really? that I had okay. a digestive issue and that I had that taken wow. care of. And in terms of my husband, I mean, he really had to be my solace in this. So um, as much as he was nervous and concerned and you know as worried as any spouse would be, he. Sure really appreciated my resolve and you know and stood by me so you think you think it's still out there huh? people have the stigma that oh uh, you're taking the easy way out and things like that right I think that it's a lot more accepted now and and not as you know I don't my my gut tells me that people are looking to this now as as more of a, a an option an right, option okay versus a last resort and not to say that anybody in any you know capacity struggling with their weight should consider this first but i think that it shouldn't have that like you said that stigma that negative and the negative connotation yeah. to it yeah because, because you don't want people to shut down and not look for the support and reach out and ask for help you want you know it not to be something done on like as, 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 as if you were embarrassed about yeah, exactly, it exactly 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 so. okay no i understand what you're saying so how long did you wait after surgery to get pregnant so my surgeon recommended a year if not 18 months okay um, i had my surgery march of 2016 and i became pregnant uh september of 2017 all right so a little more than a year correct a little more than a year yeah, I I waited for uh my you know myself my body to heal and to reach my goal weight and to feel my my new self out. Absolutely. How did you feel the excitement and all when you knew that you were pregnant? How was that feeling? Do you remember it? I mean, it's it's pregnancy is like this amazing experience and it's something that I always wanted but it wanted in the right way and okay. so at my heaviest I was 240 pounds and oh wow when I started out my pregnancy I was 145 and so to lose a hundred plus pounds and to feel good and such to an go emotional into this, uh, it's such oh, an emotional yeah it was oh such God. a roller coaster <laughs> physically yeah. mentally uh, you know but it, it was it was definitely a, a journey worth taking. So how did you go through the first trimester, which is the hardest usually? You know, it's funny you mention I, I don't know how or why. <laughs> if it was pure luck. Um, I felt completely energized my whole pregnancy. I really? walked every day. I was just as if someone just shot me with a jolt of motivation to feel good, to uh -huh. continue my, my journey. And I think that a lot of it had to do with the time it took to lose the weight and, and really wanting to maintain that. And I felt, you know, I really had good. Sickness. I felt good. I was, you know, no morning sickness. No, I, I mean, a couple of days of nausea here and there, but I mean, that's it. Okay. Um, at seven weeks, I was in Iceland hiking with a friend. What? You know, when and, you were pregnant? Yes. Up until my due date, I was hiking and maybe that attributed to, um, having a smooth delivery and sure. uh, a healthy baby. And so I'm grateful. That's all oh, I can that's say. That's awesome. How much weight did you gain approximately during the pregnancy? Right. So um, in total, I gained 25 pounds. And um, my doctor, my OB at the time, recommended between 20 and 30 pounds for my size. How so tall I, are you? I'm 5'8". Okay, okay. 
So that was really my goal to stay within that range and obviously in a healthy way. Okay. Um, but just being fortunate enough to feel good helped because I Absolutely. Even before the, surge, before the pregnancy. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what were the changes your body went through? Like, you know, did you feel, did you, were you a little nervous that the excess skin is going to be more than what it, it would be for someone who doesn't get pregnant and things like that? So I have to be honest, I have a little excess skin in my abdomen and my, sure. under my arms and between my legs. I mean, but nothing that can't be resolved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah time and space and the place for the motivation to to keep going i mean it's all things that can be <laughs> worked on worked but, on yeah it's one of those things it's a place for improvement but not sure. not nearly sure. as bad as i thought it as it could have been i guess how uh how many weeks were you when you delivered so i actually induced the day after my due date um okay weren't sure the size of the baby and because I was carrying very small um, they wanted to make sure that I was able to have her naturally so um, yeah I was induced the day after so and uh, how, how, how much did the baby weigh so she was tiny she was five pounds 15 ounces but, you know she was healthy she had an Apgar score of nine nine which wow that's amazing as good as it gets so right you know no jaundice, no nothing. She was, she was perfect. So what was that feeling when you first lay your eyes on her? Oh when you held her in your arms? It was euphoria. It was one of those things you just, it's like pregnancy is this like beautifully complicated phenomenon, right? Because you carrying this like living being inside of you. And especially as a bariatric patient, you right. are so conscientious of what you're eating and what you weigh and, and trying to balance that in your head. And, but still trying to enjoy this pregnancy and this, this moment in your life that you don't get back. Oh my God. It's one of those things you, you just cherish and you hold on to. Right, 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 right. Do you think having the surgery helped you conceive? Oh, absolutely. I mean, again, I, I can't speak to, you know, the science of, you know, the infertility issues that people struggle with being obese because I hadn't, like I said, tried okay. prior, but I, without a doubt, feel as though my body wasn't ready at that time. Yeah, yeah. It helped a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Did your OBGYN treat you a little different because you had bariatric surgery and now you're getting pregnant or was it the same care you felt? You know, I, I, I spoke with her about it. I was very candid about it. I explained the circumstances to why in which I did it. She was incredibly supportive, but really the regimen stayed the same. I mean, I took my prenatals the way any other pregnant woman would and uh, God, how did you do the prenatals those big huge pills or? so actually those are a little tough for me i they kind of didn't sit right so she prescribed me um it was like a gummy which actually to oh. this day, i still take um as my vitamins which so it's a gummy prenatal yeah there are three of them you take a day it's called vitafol and okay yeah, they taste like... And that was much better than swallowing the other one, oh, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. Did yeah. you suffer from constipation during your pregnancy? No, I, I really didn't experience any of that. I mean, I on the days that 
you know, were tougher, I would, you know, use something to just help soften. Okay, this tool, okay. Yeah, it didn't, again, I besides, I, I did have heartburn, which I still struggle with to this day, okay. which I know is a common uh, symptom people okay. tend to experience. But other than that, other I than that, yeah. Was, so was what was, what, what did your meals consist of when you were pregnant? Did you crave for anything? Did you go through cravings? Like, you know, when you're pregnant, <laughs> no, I have certain cravings. I probably shouldn't admit this to you, but I craved ginger ale. And I know, really? no, oh my God, no soda, no soda. No, I couldn't help it. I needed it. It was like, Oh my God. So I, I limited myself to sips here and there, but, um, so that's you know. what you craved. Yeah. Well, and sweets, of course, like, and you know, what kind of sweets, nothing good, nothing that I should have been eating, but you know, again, in moderation, I right, mean, right, I right, 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 right. If I indulged, you know, at night I would go for an extra, by the way, what uh, surgery did you have? Which one of the surgeries? The gastric sleeve. The gastric sleeve. All right. Yeah. So did you at any time feel like, oh my God, I'm stretching my pouch, I'm eating oh, more? absolutely. <laughs> and there are days now where, you know, I could eat and make better decisions. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's about checking in. Correct. You know, Correct. And acknowledging, you know, what the ups doing. and downs on the scale and, and you know. How much did you gain during your pregnancy? How much 25 pounds. You said that already. Yeah, 25 pounds. 25 and, pounds. And, and I lost it like within two weeks after. But your, your OBGYN was okay with the weight gain or did uh, she or he, he or she want, wanted you to gain more or less? Or no, the- um, actually towards the end of the pregnancy, they wanted me to do another scan because I wasn't gaining any more weight and they were nervous that something was wrong with the baby but it just turned out that I happened to lose a little bit of weight and she hadn't it was just that I was like energizer bunny walking 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 and I guess I wasn't okay. you know I ended up losing a bit did you did you exercise other than the hiking what else were you doing during your I, pregnancy I really limited it to walking I love walking I mean even to this day I could walk miles on end I find it very therapeutic also yeah <laughs> And with people, without people, i just as happy with headphones. I Yeah, I really, mostly walking, I you know, do enjoy some strength training here and there. And okay. unfortunately, I don't get to classes as often as I'd like now. I know you, you're, you're very much into spin classes, right? Tell me well, more about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was really what helped me lose the weight initially. I work better in group settings, I've noticed, and where you're kind of like all... Like motivated. Yeah, and you feel like the energy in the room. Right. That really really pushes me. So I I really enjoy that. And I I think that it's a a camaraderie that that helps you you get there, helps you get over that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even on days you don't want to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As soon as you get there, you know you, you did the right thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Did you suffer from any anemia or anything like gestational diabetes during Thank your Thank goodness. No, no. I was worried about that as well, which is why I was really conscious of, of what I ate and how much, you know, sugar and, you know, sweets, et cetera, carbs. Et cetera, yeah. Yeah. Were you, I mean, it's such a thrilling time of your life, you know, it's amazing to be pregnant, but what was your greatest fear being pregnant? Were you always constantly at the back of your head worried that you might yeah. go back to where you started off from? Absolutely. Selfishly, I was nervous about getting pregnant after I lost 
the weight because I have this like, I'm just, I just got here. Let me enjoy this. Let me right. Let me uh, like benefit it, and you know, let me just take in this moment and right time. You know, um, and even when I found out I was pregnant, and we were trying at that point. Yeah, I my first thought was (laughs) this. You know, this can't be my excuse to. Eat for two, as they say. I mean, right, 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 right. Because you know, it's very easy to go back to the old habits. So, did you feel like pregnancy was a time where you were allowed to do that? Maybe you should take time off and not worry about anything because you were pregnant, or you always felt like, oh my God, I better be careful. I don't ever want to go back to where I started off from. So I wish I could say I was always like super on point, but I wasn't. Yeah. I, you know, no, you, you, yeah, you were pregnant cravings, you know, hormonal and you want things. And even now, I mean, there I eat, I mean, I shouldn't admit this to you, but I'm going to, um, I eat the stuff I'm not supposed to eat. I'm not going to name names, because, Okay. you know, but, I but do. once you do that, do you get back on track after oh, that? Oh my goodness. So I, that's the thing. And I mean, maybe that's been the key to me keeping the weight off all these, well, all these years, three years now. I can't believe it. Um, It's really just about, like I said, checking in, you know, so I, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, I I weigh myself constantly. I know that, and I shouldn't get fixated on the number and it should be how you feel, but I'm a woman and I get caught up in it like everybody else. So I, that's part of it. And if I notice I'm having a little bit of a swing one way, I'll modify and, and work towards it. But this, like anything else, really has to be about a lifestyle change. And sure, you can say what you want. And there are people who are bariatric uh, patients who are, you know, have never put another carbohydrate in their mouth ever again. And and that's a wonderful thing. It's and it's so very, not practical, you know. It's, it's not life, and it's not life with an infant. And right, you you know you have to make this decision fit into your life, Absolutely. whichever and whatever capacity you can. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. That's such a good uh, way to look at things. So, did you have a normal pregnancy or a C-section? I had a normal vaginal delivery okay, yep, and uh, pushed for like 30 minutes. It was amazing. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Quick. You know, I hear women in labor for hours and hours. And right, right. Nothing like that. Okay. No, 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 no. What do you think about having more kids in the future? No. Gosh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? I'm like, no, I'm kidding. Really? Being tired. No, being tired aside, um, it's such a beautiful beautiful experience and I would hope to have more I again my health has to come first so as long as I can you know keep on that track then I'm I'm willing to to do it yeah that's that's such a great feeling uh what would you did you lose yeah you, you lost all the weight and more right that you gained during your pregnancy the 25 pounds so I tend to hover now between like 140 and 150. Okay. Um, it's usually like my 10 pound grace period. That's seems. what I want to know. As soon as you hit that 10 pounds, do you panic? Or yes. You panic. Okay. So panic mode sets in. Panic mode sets in at the, at the 150 and that's when I regroup. Okay. And I check in with 
myself and I see the habits, um, see what's, you know, sometimes again, life still gets in the way. We've been traveling quite a bit. Not yeah, tell me about the travel. You travel a lot. You travel for work also, right? No, no. actually, I, you know, fortunately I don't have to travel for work. Okay. You know, my husband and I, we can commute a great deal between okay. two states and we have family in California and and the baby um, goes with you everywhere, so you're traveling yeah, with the baby. Yeah. You know, we make her as portable as we can. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're, you're stuck with airplane food and airplane snacks. Right. How do you manage all that? You try to just take it with a grain of salt. And okay. if you want a chip, you have a chip. You don't have the bag. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, again, it's the, it's the touch and go of, of, the on the go, the move, you know, the, when you can't prep and you can't meal plan and you're, you're kind of flying off the seat of your pants and you, you have to make impromptu decisions. You do what you can. And sometimes I'm more strong willed than other times, but you know, I, I think that making it a point again, I can't reiterate enough checking in with yourself. I mean, when I see that 150, it's like, okay, Let's, All right, let's, let's let's do something let's about it. it. Yeah, let's yeah. take it back. Right? Take a step let's, back. Yeah. So. And how do you how do you like when you're eating from a bag of chips? How do you stop yourself? It's not easy for someone to stop with one or two chips. You know. Yeah, it's I mean, tough. Pasta is usually my downfall. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Again, it's it's not always easy. It's I, not, I, it's not. I made a, I made a vow to myself that I would be honest with you through this. And you have to be honest with me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, no, I, I could gloss over the, you the could part, have, yeah. I don't want you to hear. No, you because know? you, you want, you want to show our viewers that you're normal. You're not like, you know, you, you then, do fall off track, but absolutely. then you get back on track. You have to. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I got my life back. I'm getting emotional too. You have, I mean, it is emotional. Are you kidding me? This, you know, even in the beginning, right after surgery, when you're recovering and you're learning, you know, to eat slowly. And let's all be honest, we've been there who patients who've had this and you, everything comes back up and you are nervous about eating out and nervous about, you know, how this is going to work in your life you know, you have second thoughts, you get scared. You're like, Oh my God, what did I do? Why I can't, you know, I can't function like this. I can't eat anything. I can't, I mean, I can't go places. I'm, I'm, and that passes. And then you learn and you, and you work with it and you accommodate and you, you find your pattern. And, you know, to this day, through all those ups and downs and through the nerves and through me not wanting to share with my family as much and friends especially i i wouldn't trade this for anything and i recommend it i you know when i can attempt when i can come not attempt to but when i can come to support meetings i'd like to i want to be a proponent i want to be an advocate i want to be someone who people can relate to and mm-hmm. in an honest way about what it means to be on the other side, you know, and not to be one year out and not to be two years out because challenges come back and lifestyles change and the excitement of losing all the weight and feeling so great and getting new clothes. I mean, that changes, right? Because you've been there. Of course, so it does, yeah. It's your, the dynamic with yourself and the relationship to the surgery changes. 
So it's, it's all like a, it's all a process. It's all, right. you know. And you well, look back and you're like, oh my God, what a journey that was. I mean, even to this day, I obviously have pictures. I mean, I was, like I mentioned, heavy most of my life and I don't recognize myself. And I, I look back and I say, how did I let it get so bad? And how come I didn't take charge of my life before? And you question yourself, yeah. Completely. And I, you know, maybe it took till I was 30 to wake up, but I woke up and Good. I'm grateful for that. So if there's anything I can do, if there's anything I can say that would give somebody the courage to look into something like this and to, to change their life for the better, I want to be that person for them. Oh my God, that is so nice. Yeah. Because there are so many people out there who don't know, you know, whether to go for it or not. They would love to get pregnant. So what would you like to tell women who are struggling to get pregnant due to their obesity? So again, I can't speak to it and I really don't know the science behind it because I, I don't know if I was infertile at the time, but I can say that, you know, it's one of those things. I can't imagine the pain that comes with trying and struggling and wanting something so badly. Right. My only suggestion is get the get the help for you first. Mm -hmm. I mean, as much as it pains you to want a family and to, to look forward to those things, you have to you have to take charge of your own life first. It's the first step. Right. And you have support from your husband, right? How was he during yeah. all this time when you were um, losing the weight and I mean, again, he, initially he was really uh, nervous and uh, apprehensive. You know, yeah, you don't know what to expect. Yeah. Yes, very apprehensive. But he's he's been my rock through this. I mean, he, you know, when you're in bed at night and you're talking, and you know, he's the last person that really you get to connect with about right. on a on a very different level because you know you don't have the day to day and you know out with people and trying to explain. Your, I mean, you're just the two of you and. And you know what out and, what's going on, yeah. So, you know, they're, you're there to support each other. Yes, and he knows how important this was to me. Not having a supportive spouse through this is it's tough. I can't, when yeah. you're by yourself, it's tough, yeah. You know, even for me, who didn't want to let a lot of people in because of my, my fears right. of being judged, I needed him to be even more of that person for me because I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't let other people in. Do you, really. do people know about it now or no? Um, so I've, it's interesting you asked that because I, I wondered how after, and that once people started noticing I was losing weight. Right. Would they ask you questions? Right. We're going to ask and what was I going to say? And, you know, what was I going to really attribute it to? Um, at first I just, I wasn't ready. So I, I kept just kind of shutting it off and saying, Oh, I've been, you know, just trying to watch what I've been eating, drinking right, a little, right, right. you know, all the standard answers. And then finally, I just said, what am I hiding? Who, right. am I, who do I care? Why even bother? Exactly. What's, what's the point? I mean, I have to be shameful for wanting to feel better and wanting to look better and feel yeah. better. Yeah. So I started telling people slowly. And okay. You know, I still get the looks occasionally. You did what? You do? <laughs> What are you going to do? Some people are going to perceive it and receive you one way and 
others, yeah, others are not. It's, it's, so, it's the way of the world, you know? Yeah. Again, it's one of those things that's so life What is important is you are happy. You have a beautiful baby. And also, I wanted to ask you, did you ever get to breastfeed? Or I did. So did. I, yes, I nursed and um, I nursed for about six months. I wow, did. that is that is really, really cool. It was, yeah, it, it was definitely one of those things that was important for me to try and, and to want to experience with her. So we, okay. we did do that and we did supplement as well a bit. But yeah, I mean, she... She just flourished and she thrived and she's kicking butt and taking oh names. God, so. I'm so happy for you. You, know, <laughs> you just have to remember the first day you walk into the office there trying to like, you know, figure out what's going on with your life. And I'm grateful to you. I mean, you sat with me and, you know, me looking like a little scaredy cat in the I, corner. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how to feel. I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't know where to turn. I just, I knew I needed something. And I didn't know what it was, right? but I needed something. I still remember the chair you sat on. You know, I still remember that. Oh my God, it's been a while. And you have come a long way. And you know you're never, ever going to go back to where you started off from. No, gosh, no. I mean, that is my, that is my talking point. That is my end all be all. That is. Right. The root of all of all of this. I mean, she she is my reminder to not go back. Of course. I want to run and play with her. I want to be able to do, do things with her, you know, yeah. like and and participate in her life. So I, I can never go back. I don't have a choice now. <laughs> this is awesome. It's it was so awesome talking to you today. Well, thank Emily. you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom and your insight on um, getting pregnant after bariatric surgery. Uh, again, as we come to the end of another episode of Regain Be Gone, I hope you make the best use of your day during your weight loss journey and uh, may Regain Be Gone continue to change your world. Thank you so much. This week, I'm offering a limited number of free nutrition consultations to listeners of this podcast. To check in with me and reserve your spot on my calendar, just click on the link below.